I've killed it. I think it's dead. Okay, my co-host is just running just a little bit late. Uh, She messaged me earlier, but she did not state she was not going to be on tonight. So we are just going to go ahead and uh, wait for her. I did message her that it was showtime. I'm hoping that there is just a delay with text messaging. Which I have been seeing a big delay with, with messages and forth between me and several other people. So that is not an unusual thing to be seeing. So in the meantime, um, I did get uh, one package this week. I did get my monthly sticker order. So I'm just going to go ahead and open that up while we're waiting for Miss Nishi to pop on. I have messaged her on Facebook and I have messaged her via 
my cell phone. So my sticker theme this month is writing to Atlantis. Which is actually a cute little theme. And the big item in the big pouch is not a big big item per se. It is actually a small iron-on patch of a message in a bottle. Okay, I thought I just got a text message from her, but I did not. Okay, sorry about that dead air there. Um, My cell phone just cut out on me. I don't know why. It cut out on me, and with no co-host to fill up that dead dead air, we unfortunately got a little bit dead dead air there. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay, my co-host should be coming on within a couple of minutes here. Looks like she is currently out and about. So hopefully she will call in in a few minutes. I will go on to the next section of my sticker packet, which is the second of the smaller packet sets. And this month's paper clip is uber cute. It is I think it is supposed to be in the shape of a dolphin. Oh, no, wait. It's in the shape of a mermaid. And it is a a rainbow-colored, rainbow-tinted paper clip, which definitely goes with the theme of being a mermaid. And then the other... Stickers are a bit see-through, and they're they are in a rainbow theme, and they all are shells. We have a shell with a. Oh, sorry, I just dropped one, and with it being kind of see-through, it is kind of hard to find. Okay, there it is. So we have a jellyfish. We have. A mermaid. We have a shell with a pearl in it. We have dolphins. We have a shell with a school of fish swimming past it. We have a big shell. And then we have a starfish. And these are all kind of semi-transparent. These are all really cute and adorable. Definitely go with the Atlantis theme. So let's see what is on the back. Ooh, I got a bookmark. I guess it is supposed to be the ocean and supposed to look like there's a whale swimming in the ocean. But one set of stickers is a clear sheet with colorful fish on it. There's jellyfish, clownfish, bluefish, um, seaweed, starfish. And here's our co-host. 
Nikki Fishinoko. Yay! Yay! Okay, I was just going through my um this month's sticker packet. Which the theme is right to Atlantis. Anyway, we're in the car. I could kind of tell when you said you were ordering coffee. Yes, we stopped to get coffee. We're see we we're we're helping a friend do an emergency move. And we have to cross state lines to do it. So I will be broadcasting to you live in the car. Melody, stop that. Okay, what did you say? (laughs) (laughs) We are helping a friend do an emergency move. But they live in a, a, a in, in the state to the, just to the north of us, so we'll be crossing state lines to do it. Ah. So, so we are in the car, and I will be broadcasting to you live from the car. Okay. As we attempt to drive mm. northward. Okay. Melody is upset because she does not like being in the car, much like small animals. Ah, uh, okay. But <laughs> Fred is stopping inside okay. a convenience store, and so Melody and I were just staying in the car, but she's being fussy, so I'm just going to sit out here so that you guys don't have to hear her protest so much. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, I'm going to finish up with what's in this packet because I'm just at the sticker sheets right now. Um, the second second sticker sheet is purposes. Uh, you have a purple whales, blue whales, and there is a creature on here that looks like a Pokemon. <laughs> An ammonite? And it might be. It might be because does it, it have, has. Like, does it have a curly shell, shell, and kind of like tentacles coming out of the shell? Um. No, it kind of has like curly tendrils coming out of its head. Is it an octopus? Uh, no. Is it a squid? It it has the tail of a squid. Can you send me a picture through Messenger? <laughs> I Melody, think I nobody can. wants to hear you complain. Tough. <laughs> Daddy made it clear you're not getting out of the car. No. Have a child, they said. It'll be fun, they said. Why don't you ever go on vacations with your child, they asked. (laughs) She's in the car picking her nose. Oh, God. And now there's the other nostril right there. And back to the first. Ah, more tears. Ah. Desperately looking at strangers for sympathy now. See, there's a lot of people at the 7-Eleven today, so Daddy's probably standing in line. (laughs) 
Yeah. Sorry, I'm trying to figure this out on. Oh, I can hear you now. Phone. No, I don't want to use Twitter. That's what I want. Okay. This is what happens when you get a new phone. You don't know what to do. Okay, I've sent it. Daddy's back. <sighs> so, but the next uh, sheet is a three D jelly. Which of course means uh, rainbow. There was no fruit. There was no fruit. No. Wait, you want fruit at Seven Eleven? What? Where do you we think you are? We live in Boomtown. You'd be. Uh, Portland. <laughs> it is actually Long not unusual fruit. to find fresh. It is not actually unusual to find fresh fruit, fresh fruit at a convenience store. Oh, okay. Anyway, but the next one, as I said, is a bubble one, uh, which means it is um clear, uh, single to rainbow colored. Uh, we have um, chests of treasure chests, shells, schools of fish, bottles with um, sea life in them, and the detailing on these are, of course, gorgeous because the detail is in gold. And the next one is actually a matte one, but it's actually really detailed in um, silver and gold. It's, again, shells and messages in a bottle. Um, Message in a bottle actually matches the patch. Melody, you're flicking stuff all over me. (laughs) Children in straws. Seemed like such a good idea in principle. Yes. So next one is. Your stickers sound um, awesome. I love, I love, I love uh, sea life. I know this was actually a really good set. Um, the next set is like if you go like to the tropical fish section in a pet store. Yeah, that is exactly what is on my next sheet. Is like every single fish in the tropical fish section. Oh, nice! So. Kangs and clownfish and butterfly fish and yep. 
and they're all the right colors, they're very detailed. And the last one is a mermaid character, and she's doing, like, things that, you know, you, you would normally do, you know. She's watering her seaweed, she's doing yoga, she's going grocery shopping, she's eating bonbons while, while watching Netflix or Netfins. Everything that your basic Starbucks patron would do. Yes. She's doing the laundry. She's eating pizza. She's even, they've even got one where she's sick with the thermometer in her mouth. Nice. Um, I mean, they re- they really went all out with this one. I mean, not, <laughs> right down to a thread mill. Slightly on topic, slightly off topic, not not sticker related, but have you seen the jellyfish custom that K Cherry Ka just did? No. Oh my gosh. Uh, Mel- Melody liked it before it was done, like just watch- looking at the, you know, the whip pictures, but now that it's totally done, like the jellyfish bioluminesces. On the custom Tony. Ooh. It nice. is such an awesome custom. I love a good custom Tony. Love K Cherry Cobb because, of course, before I learned how to do this myself, she's the one who restored all my unicorn ponies back in like 2009. Ah, uh-uh, nice. Yeah, because, you know. By, by 2009, my you know, a lot of the glitter had fallen off my unicorn ponies, you know? Oh, yeah. And she fixed it, and, like, so, I've, you know, I love Kay Cherry, but um, it, it, it's great to see a new, cust- a new custom from her, too. Like, it, it's just, it's just awesome. Oh, yeah. Definitely we have her is. on the show again. We have had her on the show hey. before, right? Yeah. I think you guys interviewed her when I was doing monthly meetings. Right. Ugh. We've been doing this a long time. It doesn't feel nine like it, years. but we've been doing this a long time. The show is nine years old. We we, yeah. we we and we never and we never celebrated the nine year anniversary. So we we're really gonna have to. Why not? No, we um because um Summer Blade had taken. I did not realize the day before that it was our anniversary, and then right after that was when Summer Blade had to take a break. So we is never actually, ever going to come back? Um, I think eventually, yeah. Just right now she's busy so. with um, a lot of things. She had a lot of things yeah, um, happen. During that that week, I hate it when IRL gets like really tough. Like I had to take yeah. a break, which you know you guys were gracious enough to let me do, so I could get through college. <laughs> and then now she's taking then a break. She, yeah, then she suddenly had to take a break, which then I had to find another co-host for. Well, I, I I waited to Which kind is of harder give her than, a than, than than it sounds. Yeah, it is harder than it sounds. I did find somebody, but then they did not work quite work out. There are there are some issues there that I'm not going to go into. Well, I mean, it doesn't. No one really needs to know why it didn't work out. It just it didn't work out. You know, that's just how it goes. Sometimes. Yeah. Not everybody's going to be a good fit for every position. Right. Especially um, do, an unpaid one. Have... It's hard to get someone who's excited about an unpaid position. 
Yeah. I do have somebody that was um, interested in taking up the position, um, but I'm not going to bring them on for another few weeks. Until no, we're you'll, back you'll, you'll, have to, you'll have to text me some details. Yeah, I'm going to talk to them since we're back on the air and make sure that they're going to be a good fit. Just so that, you know, when Summer Blade comes back this way, we'll have three people just in case, like, somebody goes off. That way we still have two people. And then if if two people go off, that way we still have one person behind. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's, there have been times when it's just been one of us on the air. That yeah. pilot episode. That might, that, 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 that first day, that first day that I had to try and, like, cover because, like, no one was sure they were going to be able to help out. I spent half the episode going, I don't even know if anybody can hear me. Oh, God. Oh, God. Do I remember that day? I feel like I should should go back and re-listen to that because it's probably hilarious. I probably sound lost. I think we both sound lost on our first episodes (laughs) and doing this by ourselves. (laughs) You know, I still have my customizer interview uh, downloaded on my iPod Touch. You remember when I referred to uh, prepping a pony for customization as brainwashing? Oh God! I could have been a Sailor Moon character right there. <laughs> she has them brainwashed, rinsed, and dried. Yeah, you could have been a villain. <laughs> I'd like to think of myself as a villain from time to time. <laughs> Uh, I had a job oh, interview on Wednesday. Ooh, yay! I was just about to ask, do you have any good, any good, any news from this week? Because I finished up my news for the week. Because the sticker thing was the only new, the, the only news I had for this week. <laughs> well, I had a job interview on Wednesday, and right now I'm in the middle of debating on whether or not it's more appropriate in this modern day and age to send old-fashioned thank you notes in via snail mail or if I should send a thank you email to the four people on the panel. Huh. Because, see, I am two years from being 40, so I'm still kind of old-fashioned. Like, I was taught to, like, send, you know, thank you notes, like, you know, a nice thank you card. But I have heard that, like, the modern thing is to send thank you emails. So I'm just having a little little bit of a time trying to figure out, you know, what is the expected thing to do these days? I don't know because I've never sent one. So... Oh, I wish I wish you could see what's going on in the back seat right now. Right now, Melody's pretending to do a YouTube uh, <laughs> video. Oh, uh, you got a future YouTuber on your hands. Okay, so she is totally in love with. I think her name is Rose from Nerdy Nubby. Ro, Ro. Her name is Ro. Yeah, Roe. Roe from Nerdy Nummies. Absolutely in love with Roe from Nerdy Nummies. She loves um, Brian Hole from YouTube. Um, he does uh, he does Disney impersonations. And she loves Evine Holland, who sings Disney princess songs and dresses up successfully as a Disney princess when she does it. It's amazing. So, yes, mm-hmm. I do have... You have a future YouTuber, and I was watching. If I was watching The Princess and the Frog the other day, 
and I have this terrible, terrible feeling that Melody's going to end up being Charlotte from The Princess and the Frog. Okay. You know? Have you seen The Princess and the Frog? Yes. <laughs> yeah, so Tiana is obviously the main character, but Tiana has the best friend. This kind of spoiled, blonde, white chick. I think her name is Charlotte, who really wants to be a princess. Spends her whole life wanting to be a princess. And I'm just well. trying to gather the emotional strength that it's going to take for me to try and raise a child that wants to be a princess and probably end up on a pep squad and cheerleader and dance team. Good God. Well, if she starts asking for digital cameras that take video and starts talking about creating a Patreon account and starts talking about viewership, that's when you need to worry. Already there. And, like, I cannot tell you all the reasons why it's a terrible idea to let a five-year-old have a YouTube channel. And actually, right now, she is listening to my iPod Touch, so at least she's listening to good music right now. Mm, And the iPod Touch doesn't have a camera, but she pretends like it does. (laughs) Oh, dear. I tried to teach Melody how to make cookies uh, last week, which ended up making me send her out of the kitchen because instead of actually trying to learn how to make cookies, she kept trying to narrate as if she had a YouTube channel. She wasn't actually paying attention to how to make the cookies. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. It's funny because, you know, it's funny because, you know, I suppose the only way you could rebel against two nerdy parents is to become, like, preppy. Ah, yeah. Okay, so this is either going to be a trick or a treat. This is chocolate mint caramel corn. Mmm, yummy. Ooh, man, you can smell the chocolate like five inches away from your nose. And my nose is blocked up. Well, mint actually will help clear your sinuses, so there you go. Ooh, these are good. Okay, that's okay. This is actually a treat. Now, this is not your traditional caramel corn. Um, Traditional caramel corn would be um, popcorn. This is um, puffed corn. If this is corn puffs. So this is very different. That's why I said this could be a trick or a treat. But then I remembered anything that is corn puff and is sweet is always good. Okay, so we got two things to go to go over tonight. That is supers and that is and the very last um, mini film, which is actually on the Viz Media DVD release and was probably released in theaters last year. Yeah. 
Yes, the one in which, you know, seriously, um, Mamaru and Usagi really need to sit down uh, Chibiusa and really give her to talk. But, um... I don't know, after 909 years, isn't it a little late for that? I think it's about time to give her to talk, because, uh, first of all... um, First, we're going to start off with the song. Um, In the original uh, Deke dubbing, they dubbed the entire song. No, they did not dub the. They didn't dub the song, but they subtitled the entire song. So you knew what they were singing, and I believe it was actually German. It was actually not Japanese that they were singing. They were actually singing German because it was a German folk now song. Now I'm going to have. Now I'm going to have to go back and. Oh, oh! I'm remembering the song. Um, kind of. Yeah, I don't think it was Japanese actually. Yeah, because that was more German because. I can I can tell because German and Polish are two dialects that are very similar. And having listened to Polish for half of my life, um, picking up on that dialect was very easy. So it's like, okay, that is definitely German when I listened to it because I watched it before going to see the Viz Media release, which I'm glad I did because the Viz Media release actually did not subtitle the song. And they actually cut, um, I believe they actually cut a big portion of that scene that that very opening scene short. Actually, you know, of all the movies, I kind of found the third one to be the scariest, simply because of the idea of the whole kidnapping children thing. Yeah, it is a bit more disturbing, but see, this one fits more in with the show. if you think about it, as to where it kind of sits in the perspective of things. And we're going to get to that later on. Um, well, it, was also, it was also the movie that I thought was, in a way, like, kind of, like, I know that the second movie actually was from the manga, but there was aspects in the third movie that were also from the manga that were basically left out of the the TV show that I was really excited to see in the movie. Yeah. Well, there's also a theory behind what I think this movie was being used for, which I'll get to in a little bit. Um, Toy production? In sales? No. No. Um, Very first scene is one of Peru's brothers kidnapping kids. It's definitely a European town that he's kidnapping them from. So we're actually showing a different part of the world. We're actually showing that, oh, my God, there is a world outside of Tokyo. (laughs) Which is awesome. (laughs) Okay, because the whole show was centered around Tokyo. The only time you ever heard about any place else was when Minako talked about being in London when she was Sailor V. And in the anime in the U.S., 
they actually cut that episode out. Yeah, so so for the U.S. viewers, you had Tokyo, the Moon Kingdom, and New Tokyo. Yeah, and that was it. You you did not get anything. Yeah, you got Crystal Tokyo. It it made Japan seem like a terrifying place. Like, geez, all the aliens (laughs) be hating on Tokyo. (laughs) No, yeah, no kidding. It's like it's like Tokyo seems to be like this epicenter of evil activity. But if you really think about it, it kind of makes sense because. Well, I I suppose you have Mothra, Godzilla. Yeah, and, but uh, if you think about it, this is where the sailors Senchi were reborn at. So this is an epicenter of power here. So it kind of makes sense that this would be where you know the evil villains would kind of you know be drawn to. They'd be drawn to that one epicenter, kind of like you know a fly to honey. It's just a question of why is it an epicenter, other than the fact that the author of the manga is, is probably a resident. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, it's just like if you were looking at it from a scientific perspective, like you would think that, like maybe the poles, or <laughs> yeah. Uh, New York is a place that everybody attacks all the time anyway, apparently. <laughs> Fred, Fred, Fred's over here giving his two cents. Fred says I'm overthinking. But no, no, it is nice to see the aliens attacking someplace other than just Tokyo. Okay, sorry about that. What happened? I do not know why my phone keeps cutting me off. Hmm. You said it's a new phone? Yeah, but it's actually a, a few months old already, so I don't know why it's doing that. I think it was because... Um, I do have a phone case on here, and I actually have to have an adapter connected to my headset in order to connect it to the phone. And I don't think the connector was connected properly. No, that could be. But I just connected it properly, so it should actually be fine now. Um, This is another reason to have a co-host, because... Earlier, you saw I got disconnected. There was a long pause in the in the in the in the show. Whereas now that I got cut off, there was somebody else talking. Big difference. <laughs> yes, it does help. <laughs> yes, you can keep well, and talking. Also, you have a co-host. If you have a co-host, you may not know you've been disconnected until your co-host goes to help. Hello. If you if you're alone on the air, you have no idea. You have no idea if you're connected, if you're recording, if everything's working right. It's because there's no feedback. Yeah. Yeah. You can keep talking and talking and talking and talking, and then when you don't realize that somebody is saying, "Hey, well, you know, shut up" or something, um, <laughs> that's when you that's when you realize, um. I'm talking to myself <laughs> is when nobody says anything to you. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> so, but yeah, everything seems to be centered very much on Tokyo. Um, Tokyo seems to be an epicenter of, epicenter of power for earth in this time period. I don't know if it was the same thing, for when Earth was beforehand. I mean, it may have been the same thing when Earth was previously. You know, because um, the original show never actually showed anything about... Um, Mamaru being on Earth. Well, 
after they never originally showed the Earth Kingdom. Yeah. So. Only Crystal, where they did show it. So. But um. So yeah, we actually got to see a different different place being attacked which was actually quite nice to actually see it's like oh my god it's not just Tokyo it's other countries oh my god finally (laughs) no it's it's like about time hey do you remember that fan that fan video of Princess Luna where they did a like a parody song of Come Little Children from Hocus Pocus and like all the kids like leave their that are you know followers of like night like leave their bed and go and follow Princess Lona. Do you remember that fan video? Yeah. Yes, I do. Well, when I first saw that fan video, I actually thought of this movie because of that that scene with the, the type typer and the kids leaving their bed and everything. So did I. That's why I picked that video to be in that in that um to be on that show. <laughs> See, there is a, there is a reason to my madness. It might not seem like there is, but there is a reason to my madness. But I love how they they turn next to everybody being at um Lena's house Yes, I'm going to use her American name. Lita um, Lita Lita's house and simply because I cannot I can never remember her Japanese name. Makoto. Makoto, thank you. Um they're at her house. Now, the one thing I did not like for the Deke dubbing. Now, the the Deke dubbing for this movie, I did like that they did not add a lot of dialogue. Yes, that seems to be a sticking point with you. I've noticed that you complained about that for the first and the second movie. Yeah, this one... They didn't do that. They they kind of figured it out that it's like, okay, we don't have to add a ton of more dialogue. Well, but again, I mean, you have to remember, there was, it's not like these movies all came out in the same year. Like, there was a bit of time. Yeah. So, like, by by the time the third movie came out, like, Manga and anime were more mainstream. They already knew that, you know, people would were going to get behind, you know, yeah, and anime and manga of, as they are. Yeah, and people were kind of questioning, wait a minute, there's like lines here, but yet their mouths aren't moving. What's going on here? You know... I mean, because that's the thing that kind of like irked me with the when I rewatched these with the Deke translating the the Deke um, dubbing was just watching their mouths not moving, but yet there's dialogue. No, it wasn't really dialogue. I mean, because dialogue implies two people talking. It's not really dialogue. There was there was a mo- added monologues, added yeah. in, in, internal thoughts because but, of yeah. But they didn't they didn't really make it seem like it was like internal thoughts. You know what I mean? So that was the one thing I did kind of like about this movie was they didn't add things, but they kind of changed things. They changed the three o'clock fairies to 
three o'clock cake time, which kind of throws off the the beginning song because it talked about the three o'clock fairies in the in the in the, in the opening song. So well, I think they yeah. they really should have they should have kept her talking about the th- the three o'clock fairies when the when the cuckoo clock went off at three o'clock. I think they really should have kept that part in because that would have tied in with the song. Well, but I think Americans would have identified more with the children being kidnapped by the Pied Piper as opposed to anything about three o'clock fairies. Like, I think three o'clock fairies would have actually confused the issue for most Americans because we don't have, at least I certainly didn't grow up with stories about three o'clock fairies, but definitely knew about the Pied Piper. Yeah. I'm just saying from a consistency standpoint. I mean, I don't know what the uh, Viz Media dubbing did because I did not get to see the Viz Media dubbing of um, S or Supers because the theaters that they were showing them at were too far for me to go to. So I'm going to have to wait until the DVDs actually come out, which hopefully they will come out either at the end of this year or at the beginning of next year. But back to the movie. Um, I have to say, in this movie... I loved the fight. I loved how Chibiusa really talked about Usagi and how she was as a mother in the future. I really like seeing Sailor Moon try to figure out how to be a mom to Chibiusa before she's actually Chibiusa's mom. Like, considering the fact that Sailor Moon at that point is like 14 or 15. Yeah. Like, but she's accepted the fact that Chibiusa is her, do- her daughter from the future and you know, she's she's trying to figure out how to, like, how to fill this role that she doesn't know how to do because technically it's not her role yet. Right. I thought that was inter- interesting. Yeah, it was really interesting. Well, we have crossed the river. Yeah. Over so, the river, through the woods, to grandmother's house we go. Sorry, I had to. So we crossed the river. (laughs) So I may have to get off the phone in about five, ten minutes. We'll see. Depending on how lost we get. So we might end up having to do a part four to this? Yes. <laughs> okay. But you know, there, there there were parts cut out of the 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 VHS release early on in the movie that were put back in the DVD release. Right. Of course, there there so, always like, there's are a because. Scene, but well, one of them was there was a scene when Shibusa is like being bewitched by the song. And 
Usagi goes after her and tries yeah. to wake her up, and she's not responding. So, and it's one of those parenting moments where Usagi picks up, picks up Shibusa, turns her over her knee, and thanks her to wake her up. Yeah. That yeah, was I cut definitely from didn't. the original. From the original, because I think people were concerned about how Americans would would take that, since spanking children yeah. had become unfashionable by then. Yeah, I think so too. Um, and this, of course, is after she has met Peru in the shopping district. Um, she's befriended him. And this time I love I love how when Tuxedo Mask comes in, throws the rose, this time he actually almost he, he is actually almost hits the bad guy. He is like inches from hitting the bad guy. <laughs> Which means, even though he should have learned his lesson in the first movie, that, like, actually hitting the bad guy is way more effective. He's apparently gone back to warning shots. Well, at least warning shots at first. But then he gets his ass literally handed to him by pieces of candy. Yeah, that is, that's right. This movie had roses as, like, throwing roses as weapons, candy bombs. All it needed was Melvin throwing, like, tempura shrimp, and you would have had, like, a whole meal there. Exactly. Plate with a centerpiece. Yeah, you have your tempura, you've got your, your dessert, and you've got your rose in the center of the table. But actually, I'm thinking this actually kind of shows where this actually lays in the perspective of the timeline of the show. Um, This movie, I think, lands at the very end of Supers, at the end, the very end of the Supers Supers, um, season. Um, Japan knew that they were not going to be able to bring over stars. So they wanted to go ahead and give the U.S. an ending to the series. So this movie was a way to give the U.S. an ending to the series. So him getting his ass handed to him by Bon Bon Babies kind of makes sense because in Super's, he was really injured because the earth was literally attacked and he being the prince of earth is attached to earth and therefore his life force was literally drained from him. Yeah. So I can see him getting his ass handed to him by pieces of candy. Oh, yeah, yeah, there we go. So him getting his ass handed to him by pieces of candy is is not unusual to see. All right, well, we are here, so I will have to table this discussion for now. Like Uh, like I said, uh, um, emergency helping people move, and I don't think we can fit there. No, no. (laughs) <laughs> so, um, but yes, but I did enjoy getting to at least participate in the first hour of the show. Okay, we'll go ahead and finish this, wrap this up next week. Okay. 
if I would have, if you would have just told me that you were helping people move, I would have just moved this episode to next week. You know, I was having, I was having one of those days. So I'm still not used to it to my little pony talk being on Saturday. So I was having one of those days where I'm like, I am sure I've double booked myself, but I don't know why I have that feeling. And it wasn't until I actually sent you the message that I realized what this, what had happened. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. That is my said, bad. That is my bad. If you if you would have said what was going on, I would have just moved to tonight's show. It wasn't because it was like 15 minutes until showtime that I noticed the 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 message. So. Yeah. No, no, that that was my bad. I take total responsibility. Everyone in the downloading and listening audience, this is my fault that it's a short show today. Blame Nikki. <laughs> yeah, and I actually had a few other pieces of pony news for this week, but I'll hold them for next week. Can you hear him? Can you hear him? Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Does he think he's our spokesperson? Well, we've talked about this being a closet Brody and like how he insists that he doesn't actually want to be on the show, but he clearly, very clearly, does want to be on the show. And just occasionally, Fred can, like, you know, interrupt us to do, like, a corporate sponsor. Like, a little, little commercial in there. <laughs> I'll look into that. You know, and you know what's really on fire is the, is the meals they have to offer at, at blueapron.com. Uh, uh, Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have to look into that. <laughs> oh god. It'll be both annoying and hilarious. I'd have to mute myself. <laughs> because I'd be on my end of the phone dying and laughing. <laughs> Yeah, we should, let's look into that because I could use the, the, the extra income, and I'm sure you could too. So we should we should definitely look into that. Uh, I definitely could since I've lost my full time job. Okay, we'll we'll. I'm just trying to park Yeah, we'll look into that. All right. Well, thank you for allowing me to be on the show, despite. Despite my little, like, confusion about, you know, what I'm doing today, weekends are not my thing. Like, I really need, like, either school or a job or something where I don't have enough time to do anything because that is the only, like, the more stuff I have to organize, the better I am at organizing. But if you give me too much time, man... <laughs> Overwork me. That's the that keeps keeps me on my toes. Keeps me sharp. Okay. Well, I guess until next week. Happy pony night nights. Happy pony night nights. Happy pony night nights. This is Kimono. And you have listened to Pony Talk. See you next week. Bye-bye. Is that it? Are we are we alone? <sighs> okay, so this was an unexpected thing. I did not know about this beforehand. I All I knew was 
she was going to be off the air a little bit sooner. If I had known she was going to be helping people move, I would have canceled tonight's show, as I said. So join us next week as I promise we will go ahead and finish supers and we will do the Makeup Sailor Moon um, short that was on with Sailor Moon R and finish up all of the movies. And I promise this will be the last Sailor Moon promise. So until next week, happy pony hunting. Good night.